Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. That was our studio audience. Yes. uh, (laughs) Welcome back to Doug and Renee. Married Married Life. Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Yeah, we're going to have somebody... um, Create a theme song for oh, us. Yeah. yeah, we need the very so like theme song. if there's somebody out there, you yeah. want to lend your voice to our podcast, hit yeah. us up. Hit us up. We'll yeah. tell you what we're looking for. Yes, married life, married life. Oh, okay. I see where this <laughs> is going now. Our theme song, yeah. Theme song, yes. Oh, it could be instruments, just instrumental, or you want words? It could words. be instrumental. No, you want words. It could be spoken words. You want words, I'm a yeah. words you are affirmation a word person. person. Yes. I like to hear the words. Yes. Married life, married life. Thank God Almighty we've married life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say, y'all. If you can't beat them, join them, right? Oh, my goodness. There's a reason I can't sing. So, anyway, that's another story <clears throat> that's for another, another podcast. podcast. Yep, that's another podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. So, we are... Still super excited. Yes. That our book woo, woo, has been released. Yes, yes. Yes. And it is out and it is available now. Yes. We've had people ask, yes, when can I get the book? Mm-hmm. And so you can get the book now. And I am going to tell you how. You can get the book by going to DougAndRenee.com. Say that again for someone who didn't get it a little slower. DougAndRenee.com. Or should I say it how the old folks say it? (laughs) www.DougAndRenee.com. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The books are only $15. Yes. That that includes includes shipping. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you can also order the book from Cash App, and you get that by going to Cash App dollar sign Doug, Doug and Renee, Renee. Mm-hmm. and include your address in the four line, and we will gladly ship it out to you. Just say for book, and include your address, and we will ship it out to you. Mm-hmm. You can also go to Venmo. We accept Venmo. And you can, and it's Doug and Renee. And again, include the address in the note line and we will ship it out to you again. Cost is $15 and we believe that it will bless you whether you're married or not married. Whether you want to be married, you're thinking about getting married, you know somebody's Mm -hmm. married, you know somebody who's thinking about getting married. It is a blessing. Uh, We've read the story several times and even... even we look at it and say, wow. Wow. Um, wow. Can I can I say something real quick when you're talking about shipping? What if I say it, no? Then I won't say what I'm about to say. Okay. Yes, you may say okay. something. <laughs> the shipping, cause, because we have people who listen to us around the world, I'm not sure how that works if they want to buy the book. And the they're UK in a different, or... yeah, they're in a different country. I don't know how that works. Um, I know when I, when I watch different ministries if they're if you're ordering from out of the country they usually have a different p.o box versus the one that's in the united states so i will check into that because it didn't hit me to right now till you just said that 
And I was like, we, what if people outside the country want to buy the book? I don't know if how that conversion with Cash App or PayPal or Venmo, I don't know how that works. Very good point. So Doug's homework assignment for this week, since the Lord dropped it in his spirit, Uh, he's going to look into that. I will look into it. I I don't know how we'll get around it, but we'll we'll figure something out. Yes, because we want this book to go out to as many people as Mm -hmm. possible. We didn't write this book because we wanted to blow up, as they say. (laughs) We want to bless the people of God. We want to bless people. Mm -hmm. And we want uh, God to get the glory out of everything we went through. There was a purpose for what we went through. And we are going to make sure that that purpose is fulfilled here while we're still here on the earth. Yes. Um, So just real briefly... How about we talk about a few of the lessons that we learned without delving into specific details, mm-hmm. um, but there are some things that we certainly learned. We talked about over the last few weeks how we was, we dealt with some disappointment because mm-hmm. the book didn't release when we thought it was going to release the, or the date we had um, that we wanted to release the book. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is behind the scene, behind the curtain. Behind the scenes, yes. So yeah. So the topic for this week is behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. And of course, we're going to use ourselves, ourselves as an example. But we're going to let that segue into just generally speaking, Mm -hmm. marriage behind the scenes. Okay. Um, So lessons learned. I'll I'll start since I posed it. One of the things I learned, and and still learning. And we probably talked about it in previous podcasts. Um, the thing that comes, the theme that comes to mind was early on. We talked about celebrating each other's differences, and that's easier said than done. Oh yeah. Um, I had to <laughs> learn during the process of getting the book out because Doug and I are a team of two. It is Team Dantzler. That's it. Just you um, and I. No secretaries, no assistants, no administrative no adjutants, assistants, nobody, no volunteers, us, nobody <laughs> going to the post office. <laughs> no, the t- it's a team of two mm-hmm. um, in the effort to release, get the book out. Yeah. And I had to relearn that Doug is better at certain things and I couldn't have everything my way. And that you also hear from the Lord. I don't know what you're what you, what you talking about. So when we were doing certain things, whether it be addressing the envelopes, oh, whether okay. it be signing the books, whether okay. it be taking, who's going to take the shipment of books to the post office? Who's going to label? Who's going to type the letters? Who's going to print the letters that we oh, sent out to okay. ministry? <laughs> All of the different things we did, we... Could have done better. Lessons learned about being very specific with our plans. Yeah. And I think if we had outlined, you're going to do this, I'm going to do this, you're going to do this, I'm going to do this. What if this happens? Who's going to go back and fix? Go back it up. All of that stuff. We um, knew we wanted to get this book out. And there were so many minor details that we didn't check off until Mm -hmm. it hit us. Oh, we got to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. Oh, I got to go stand in the post office line for an hour with over a hundred <laughs> books um, because they have to verify every single address on the envelopes, uh, which is a blessing. Uh, but 
at who's going to fill out the envelopes. Do we going to use a label maker? Are we going to use a stamper? Yeah. Are we going to use the handwriting? And <laughs> we're, we're a team of two. And um, one of the things I had to learn was that I'm a task-oriented person. And you said this, you know, we, we've known this. But it really hit during the process of sending the books out. Because I'm just focused on the books got to go. Mm-hmm. We got X amount of time to get these books out the door and the books got to go. And so you would look at my facial expressions and think I was mad at you. But I'm just focused. He mean mugging I'm just, <laughs> I'm just focused. <laughs> these books got to go. So we got to get the letters. And the letters was another thing. But we got to get the letters. We got to get the envelopes. I just know the books got to go. And so I'm focused on the books got to go. Waking up, going to bed, mm-hmm. the books got to go. Then and we ran out of envelopes. We didn't have as many envelopes oh, as we actually yeah. needed. Yeah. Had to go find envelopes. and. Oh, that, that was a good thing. But yes. um, lessons learned. There, there was so many lessons learned in this. And, you know, next time when we, you know, talk to the publisher, we'll definitely get some um when it comes to doing our tour, our book tour, we'll we'll we're gonna need an assistant to coordinate all that. Because in addition to this, the podcast, the book, we also have lives. Yes. We don't do this full time. So, you it, know it felt like it this week. Yeah, this week, this <laughs> week it did. It definitely did. And I think by this time last week, I was probably stressing about how are we gonna do or how am I gonna do everything that I was supposed to do for the past week but to god be the glory he got me through it and here we are this monday monday sunday night recording this but lessons learned um keep the main thing the main thing and just to bring it back to marriage because that's what you know we talk about and we didn't necessarily get off topic even though we we kind of deviated or we didn't deviate we knew the books had to go we had to do the podcast you know, and so in marriage, sometimes it's easy to get off course mm-hmm. about, you know, whatever you are striving to do or striving to achieve as a husband and wife. But sometimes you just got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's what I felt like. That was the strong suit of us this past week or getting the book release was, hey, we got to keep the main thing, the main thing, everything mm-hmm. else. Because even from my family, there were some things family wanted me to do and get involved in. I was, no, I can't do that. I got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Mm-hmm. And balance. When yes. you were saying, I was thinking about balance. Um, going back to celebrating each other's differences, um, we balance each other out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Doug would point out things that I could have done differently. And I not to get offended at it. Um, because the reality of it is your spouse is there to help you be a better person. Mm -hmm. And I would point out to him, Hey, you in task mode. Um, (laughs) I'm not a task. I'm a person. Um, so we just had to come out of that mode, come out of that mode. And, you know, he's like, okay, nay, we focus, we got to do. So he helped reel me back in so that I can be a little bit more task oriented when I could get off uh, course on the timeline and be more focused about you not paying me any attention kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so we balanced each other. Yeah, we out. did talk about that. 
We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I had to pay you more attention because I, I was just focused on the task. It was the task. And right. if I had been more focused on the task with you, then that would have freed up your time to pay more attention to me. So, you know, we again, we said mm-hmm. this before, we don't place blame. No. We don't point fingers. No. We're, still, we're still growing. Yeah. And so you have to just realize that you have to balance each other out. And, um, and go ahead. No, and the thing is, we're in this together. Yes. It wasn't like this was your book or my book it's where I had book. this was our book. So we had to do this together, just like our marriage. And similar to our marriage, there are probably a lot of things we did that weren't um, the normal, <laughs> similar to our marriage. Um, we kind of went against the grain to do things. But that's that's been the blueprint of our marriage from you know, day one, we got married at a young age, wasn't saved, moved, you know. Don't, moved. don't give away the book. Got to get the book. Got to give the book. All I say is we moved. Okay. <laughs> got to get the book. Got to get the book. But but all those things, you know, that that's kind of been our DNA in marriage is that, you know, we don't do the normal and whatever the normal is. But mm-hmm. that's that hasn't been us. So we just, you know, we'll figure it out as we go along. We pray about it. You know, it was me, you. The Holy Spirit, Google and YouTube. That's what we did. <laughs> and, and between, you know, the five of us, Mr. Google and Mr. YouTube, we figured it out. And the website and all those other things. So Ooh. I am yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, behind the scenes. So yes. I And am, then also we're both in school. Yeah. yeah. You are I, finishing up your degree. Mm-hmm. I am going back to school to complete my degree, mm-hmm. um, about, you know, a year or so behind behind you, something like that. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> Nevertheless, I don't know why I, I brought that out. I just started thinking about the timelines. Um, but this week was a challenge because, you know, you're in school, working full time. Um, I'm in school, picked up additional clients. So I had to balance my schedule with now an on a rigorous online program mm-hmm. and clients and my own personal fitness, I, I don't take for granted. Um, I'm very big on making sure that take time for you. I take time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Which that's is a important good thing. in marriage balance yep. going back to balance, even though that's not the topic of our discussion today, but balance is making sure that you take time for yourself and making sure that you are, handling self-care individually so that when y'all come together, you're a whole mm-hmm. because marriage is not 50, 50 It's 100, 100, or as the young people say today, 100, 100, you have to be 100% whole person. And the other person has to be 100% whole. So that means sometimes you have to take time to take care of yourself so that you can do the ministry work of the wife or the ministry work of the husband, whichever role you're yeah. in. And when it comes to balance, um, just to, again, this is all behind the scenes stuff. We, we still, we still go to the gym. We still work out. There was a time where I didn't go to the gym. I, I prefer to jog outside. And then I went to the gym, but we didn't, even though we went to the gym at the same time, we didn't work out together. Rare, but rarely did we go at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because you was always in the gym. That's why. 
And so and then when we started going to the gym, I would go to the left, you would go to the right. Mm-hmm. And so you, for people who were in the gym with us, they probably didn't even know we were married because we just separated. And she went to do her thing and I went to do my thing. And so this past week, and again, me in task mode, we were in the gym. Uh-huh. And <laughs> you were recording me doing something. I don't know what it was. And then after the fact, you were like, why were you mean mugging me? And I'm like, I'm not mean mugging you. I'm just focused on the task. Right. And so balance, I, I said all that to say balance. There are going to come times where one spouse wants to do one thing. Another spouse wants to do something else. But there should also come a time where you both enjoy doing something together. Yes. Or some things together or going to a place together, whatever that may be, doing it together. And that brings balance and that brings wholeness and that allows each of you in, in each other's world, if that makes sense. Yes, because I actually enjoy watching Douglas in the gym, seeing him working. I'm like, yeah, go and get swole, babe. Yes, that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> and even if we do walk by each other in passing, I'll give him a little swat, let everybody know who's looking. Yep, he's, we may not be in here together, but he's with me. Yes, he is. Um, and so, and he may not say it, but... I check him out, checking me out while I'm working out. Of so. course I check you out. <laughs> so he's like, what's she I, doing? And I check out the guys who's what's checking you? you out. Oh, Lord. Nobody looking at me. There they are. <laughs> That's another uh, podcast. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> behind the scenes stuff. Um, so you just never know what people go through. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for a second. And you never know um, who's looking at you. You never know who's looking at you. Yes. And... Just because somebody is watching, it doesn't mean that what they see is reality. Ooh, you might want to say that again. Just when someone is looking at you. You can't say that again because that just dropped out from from the Holy Spirit. You don't even remember what you said. Stop talking. Hold on. <laughs> I know we're in podcast land. Hold on. It's, it's right on the tip of my brain. People are watching, but... They don't naturally, what they see is not actual reality. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. we put on a facade, we put on a mask, and I'm not talking about the the social distancing, wear your mask when you go to the store, when you're out in public mask. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about that, the fake mask that we wear on our face. Everything's great. That everything is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. and No problems. um, No, yes. Um. Everything looks good. And even with fitness, people see the videos of people mm-hmm. working out, but they don't see the bloopers. They don't see yeah. the person who tried 20 times before they, you know, posted that yeah. video mm-hmm. or the person who hurt themselves and had to recover and then try again. And the same is true with marriage. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that a lot of married folks don't want anybody to know. They want to keep it behind the scenes, mm-hmm. in the house, behind the curtain. What stays in our house? What happens in our house stays, stays in, in our house. house. Mm-hmm. And the and I understand that idea, but at the same time, how are people who come behind you going to know what marriage really is unless they know that there are struggles that there are pitfalls, there are mistakes, there are hardships, all of these things. I could add so many synonyms mm-hmm. and adjectives that go along with that. 
And so when you were saying about the gym and the one of the, one of the things I thought of immediately was that people will want the body, but they don't want to put in the work. Mm-mm-mm. And the same thing with marriage. You know, people look at our marriage or other marriages and say, oh, I want my marriage to be like that. I want my marriage to be like that. Well, you got to put in the work. This yeah. doesn't happen by osmosis. A great marriage does not happen by osmosis. It is work. It is hard work. <laughs> hard work. It is being thoughtful when you don't want to be thoughtful, being kind when you don't want to be kind. It is all those things. It is um, coming into agreement, which which is what you know we just was watching. You know, Bishop Jakes earlier. It is all those things. Excuse me. It is all those things, and you just don't. A great marriage doesn't happen by accident. Oh, no. no. And, and it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. And it's going to take both people going towards the same goal of, oh, I want a great marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's why when it com- comes back to the book, we kept the main thing, the main thing. When it came time to distribute the book and get the book out to everybody who we need to get it out to, keep the main thing, the main thing. And so when it comes marriage... If you want a great marriage, you're just going to have to put the time in, the work in. But people want, they want the great body like the, they, they see on the gym or they see on TV or whatever. They don't realize some of that's Photoshop. But anyway, when you go to the gym and you see people, because I told you, I was like, oh, I see the dudes hit the gym. You know, they got the big shoulders, the broad shoulders and the small waist. I said, I want that. Now I said, no, I don't because I, I eat stuff I don't need to eat. <laughs> so I really don't want it. I'm just talking about it. I I really I'm not that disciplined where I'm just gonna eat what's that stuff you eat? Seaweed? I'm not gonna eat seaweed. I'm just not. <laughs> so um that's that's some good eating, y'all. No, it's not. So anyway, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> who eats seaweed? I do. What do you mean who? Plenty of people. <laughs> I forgot my point. But you're not gonna get you're not gonna get what you want out of life, out of marriage, if you don't put the work in. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Yes, yes. And and if I could say this, I can say this. Sure, it's um, our podcast. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I just got a spirit of Doug on me. Um, cause he's usually the more direct one. Stop looking at what other people have Uh-oh. on the outside. Stop looking at people dressed up, looking cute, looking pretty, the smiles on their face in the pictures mm-hmm. on social media, because you have no idea what's behind the smile. Yep. What's behind the scenes of that smile. Are they really smiling or was that a moment Yes, where they Everything was good. Um, I heard someone say um, I was out to dinner with a group of ladies um, that I helped mentor. And um, I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, actually, it, <laughs> no, it was Lady B. She said, and I'm trying to make sure I get this right, because we was talking about marriage. And she said, who in the middle of an argument, a, a husband and wife, 
thinks to say, hold on, wait, let me get my phone and snap a picture for the gram. <laughs> let me snap, snap a picture for Facebook. So you never see those moments because nope. we don't stop to record it when we're having a passionate discussion, like Mm-mm. we like to call it, or intimate time of fellowship, where we're having deep conversation or we're not feeling each other. Mm-hmm. We don't stop and say, let's snap and uh, how our face look yep. and put that on social media so people can see that. So what you see on social media is not the reality of what you see. That's although, not telling the whole story. That's not telling the whole story. Although, although we have a group of pictures that we took out back. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, that we are going to post at one point in time. We should post it for this particular podcast. <laughs> so you podcast. can see the end picture and all the pictures that led up to it. Because one of us did not want to take the picture. I'm not saying who, but one of us didn't want to take it. And so... It was around five or six previous pictures taken before we got to the one that we actually was like, oh, this is a nice picture. Let me clean this up. Let me let me let me tell my perspective. That was his story. Now let me tell her story. I wanted to take the picture. Oh, Lord Jesus. I wanted to take the picture my way. (laughs) He didn't like my way. And he was saying, how come you're not doing it this way, which was his way. No, no. So my son, who was snapping the, all the while, well, we think we're just getting ready for the picture. <laughs> my son is over there snapping, snapping, snapping. <laughs> he was capturing every discussion, facial expression, until we actually fixed ourselves up and took a picture. Yep. I think the last two pictures yep. actually ended up being nice. And then the previous pictures was us having a discussion about why are you standing like that? <laughs> you know, how come you're not this close? How come put your arm this way? Well, oh, yeah. my goodness. So, That's marriage right there. Yes, it is. And But that doesn't happen often where people get to snap those moments yeah. where they're having a discussion about the finances, mm-hmm. the kids, sex, uh, who washed the dishes, who squeezed the toothpaste in the middle, who left the top off Who's cleaning the bathroom? Who's cleaning the bathroom? Who's going to wash the dishes tonight? Who put the ketchup in the refrigerator? Who's cooking? Who's cooking? Are we going out to eat? Who put the ketchup in the refrigerator? Not us. We we fine with that. But somebody might might do that. I'm about to say, you talking about my mama? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about my mama? (laughs) Read the bottle, y'all. It does not say you have to refrigerate ketchup after opening. I don't want cold ketchup on my French fries. Oh, I'm geez. sorry, but any but, but that's something behind yeah. the scenes. The way people were raised, yeah. the way see, we're laughing grew about up. it, but to some people that may be a big deal. But at the beginning of our marriage, we had to learn that. Yeah, we had to learn. And okay, girl, are we going to come into an agreement? Is the ketchup going to go in the refrigerator, or yeah. is the ketchup going to stay out the? Is the toilet paper going over, or, or the toilet paper going, going under? under. Uh, or you could be like us. Every time you went in the bathroom, it was just in a different direction. We just kept flipping it back and forth behind the scenes. You know, if it worked for you to go over, flip it over when you use it. And then if you need to flip it under, then flip it under. But And we laugh about that now. But some people have some serious... That's a point of contention mm-hmm. in some marriages. And I, I think it's important. You could, Again, coming back to, you know, seeing other people and saying... I want my marriage to be like that. But you got to put in the work. You got to have conversations. Uh Mm Uh-oh, we're back at communication. Mm. You got to communicate with one another. This is what I want. And this is why, you know, 
because I was raised this way. I was raised where the kitch- where the ketchup was in the refrigerator. So now I get married, I expect the ketchup to be in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And this this is just something small, but of course you can um um stretch this out to anything, any subject, mm-hmm. because we were raised certain ways, certain neighborhoods, <clears throat> you know, diverse backgrounds, certain, certain cultures. Religions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you bring in two people from two different cultures. I mean, mm-hmm. we had the same we're same culture, but we were just raised differently. But if you bring in two diverse cultures, and that just makes everything even more uh, stressful. But you would think we were raised in two different cultures the way we were at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I came from a single parent home. You came from a two parent home. Mm-hmm. You went, your mom took y'all to church. I went to church on and off with another family member or a uh, friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, that was a challenge yeah. in itself. Um, I was on the east side. You was on the west side, you know. It just, it the opposites. <laughs> definite, definite opposites. Uh, but I think it's important for people to, when you pray, ask God to give you the kind of marriage he wants you to have. Because when you're looking at somebody else saying, oh, I want my, I want to have what they have. You don't know what they had to go through to get what they got. Mm-hmm. If I may say so, and I may and I will. We went to hell and back in our marriage. A couple of times. A couple of times. And I don't wish what we went through on anybody else. If you have to go through it, everybody has to go through a season. We talked about this. Everybody has to go through challenges. They are what make you stronger. But what we are trying to do in this podcast is to help people not to have self-inflicted problems. Mm. Don't put something on your plate that you don't necessarily have to eat. Uh-oh. Um, there were things that we went through that we put on ourselves. We brought it on ourselves. And so. Got to buy the book. I appreciate when people say, y'all a cute couple. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. That means a lot. But sometimes it wasn't cute. The things that we had to go through yeah. weren't cute. And I love my husband dearly. I appreciate him. And of all the things that we had to go through, I wouldn't have wanted to go through it with anybody but him. Um, he makes me a better person. He makes me stronger. Yes, he works my nerves. Yes, it goes against the grain, but I love him dearly. And um, I wouldn't change or trade him anybody in this world it's as good as it gets um no it gets better <laughs> <laughs> you get better we get better we like fine wine we getting better with time oh, but yeah so um it's important to look at other marriages as examples to say oh it's wonderful they've been married for 33 years mm-hmm. 25 30 50 however long but don't clamor to have what they have yeah. because you don't know what they had to go through to get what they got. And so it's important to just pray and believe God that you want to have a thriving marriage that, you know, weathers all the seasons like other marriages did, but not what they went through to get to it or not the marriage they have. You can't have the same marriage somebody else have because you're two different people. And I'll, I'll, 
I know God gave you that because I was sitting over here thinking the same thing. You know, I want my marriage to be like, I want a great marriage like the next person, like the next godly marriage. But I don't want to have what they have. I don't want what they have. Mm-hmm. Because then you start getting into envy and things like that. I don't want their car. I don't want their house. I just want a godly marriage. And all the other stuff will come. Whatever the other stuff is, um, me us being a blessing to other people, that'll come with time. So um, we're not. don't be envious of anybody. Like you said, you have no idea what people went through to get to. And we're talking about godly couples, people who've been married for, you know, however long, you know. Mm-hmm. They've been married. And so um, there's a elder at our church, Elder Tony Keith. He says you can have quality, quantity without quality of marriage. So you can have the number of years, but not quality. Right. You and, don't know if those two people are sleeping in separate rooms. Yeah. Slip, you have no beds. idea. Yeah. They might have a marriage of convenience. Yeah. You have no idea. So it's, it's very, um, be careful about wanting what, you perceive other people have perceive that's good perception Woo. okay i didn't know it was over. yeah you might want to give me an offering okay but i think <laughs> i think all that comes into effect and comes into play and something else that comes into play and i know we talk about this quite a quite a, on a few podcasts was mentors you have to have somebody in your life that will mentor you, coach you, somebody who you can reach out to when things get rough or times, seasons come up. It's just to bounce ideas off of because a lot of things sound good in, good in your head mm-hmm. until you say it out loud. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this that really doesn't, that won't really work. And so I like to look at it from the analogy of people who go to school, um, higher education, whatever you're trying to, whatever degree you're trying to obtain, you have to go to school and somebody has to teach you. There has to be a professor or someone to teach you. You can read the book all day long. And this is what I was telling Bishop Brown about the class I'm in right now. I said, I can read the book all day long, but I need somebody to teach me, to tell me what I'm reading. Because if I don't understand what I'm reading, I I just be reading the same thing. Yeah. Reading the same thing over and over, but I need somebody to help me interpret what I'm reading. And that's and in marriage is the same way. We we do it for um, school, we do it for work, but when it comes to marriage, we don't want to reach out for help. We would rather the marriage go down instead of um our ego, our pride. Mm-hmm. It's like your pride and your ego will stop you from having a great marriage just because you don't want to reach out for help. To me, that that makes no sense. If you need help, get and help. Get help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't just, you know, become a doctor without going to medical school. It doesn't work that way. And I'm glad you said doctor because I was just thinking when people need, when they're sick, they go to the doctor. There you go. They go to get help from a doctor. Yeah. You know, they got the flu, the cold, God forbid, anything else, yeah. you know. They, <laughs> this pandemic we're living in. Yeah. The, the, they break a toe or... Mm-hmm. You know, go to the doctor, you know, oh, I see this on my hand. What's that? That wasn't there before. Let me go see what, you know, you go to the doctor. So same is true for marriage. You having problems and it's not, I don't know why. And normally it's men. I'll just put this out there. Normally it's men 
that don't our ego. It's like I don't want to help. I don't want help. I got it. I'm good. But you're not good. You don't have it. And there's nothing wrong with saying I need help. But for some reason, the enemy has told us men more than like more so than women that we don't need help when it comes to our marriage. When the that could be the furthest thing from the truth. Everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs a mentor because you're going down a road that you've never traveled before. And then if you have kids, you know, the kids are following you. It no. watching. Yeah. We got a blended family. That's an issue. And that's another thing. So there there's are uh, multiple layers to this, but we just we want to be a blessing and we just want to help people. And I'm not saying we wanna we can help every marriage um that's listening to us on the podcast. But if you're listening to us and your marriage is going through a rocky stage then I would say pray about it and ask God who you can reach out to to help you because yes. you need coaching, mentor, counseling. Yes. And I will say this, um, he's not speaking from a place of I'm giving you advice and I'm not doing it. I've watched my husband uh, go to counseling, us go to counseling together. And he has a couple of mentors, men that he look up to, that he look to, that he talks to, um, as do I. I uh, have uh, females that I talk to, married women, married, because I'm married. I don't talk to single women. About I don't talk to single men. Stuff. Because I know what single men do. Right. So married, godly women, married, godly men. And so we're not encouraging you to do something that we ourselves have not found to be helpful to us. Um, and so, yeah, counseling, mentors, a support system. Um, don't try to go at it alone. There's Just, power in agreement. When you have somebody who gets in agreement with you and can pray with you, get you a prayer partner to pray with you over your marriage. Uh, a married man talking to a married man, mm-hmm. a married woman, talking to a married woman, and, godly. And, you know, when you was talking about that, I thought of you need somebody in your life that will hold you accountable. Somebody other than your spouse. Somebody who's going to tell you, 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 you're wrong. You, you're wrong. Yeah. You're not right. You straight up wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just wrong. You know, <laughs> you need to go home and apologize. You need to go home and say, I'm sorry. You need to do whatever. But so you need somebody in your life who's not impressed with you and will just flat out look you in your face and tell you you're wrong. Can I say my line? You need somebody who's going to keep it real (laughs) and somebody who's going to keep it raw. Oh my goodness. So that's behind the scenes. That's behind the scenes stuff that we went through this past week. And I think we kind of went back way back in our marriage. And our book will tell you about, yeah, the stuff that we've gone through behind the scenes years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have anything else. I'm just thankful that this week we we got the book out, To God Be the Glory, for our story. Um, it has been a great week. Yes, uh, it has. Challenging week, but we're still learning. It gave us an opportunity to learn. It gave us an opportunity to grow. And we are still here mm-hmm. telling you like a T.I. is, keeping it real and keeping it raw. So before you close out, I just want to say one thing. 
in 2018. This is October. This is 2020. In October of 2018, I never would have thought two years from October 2018 we would have a podcast and a book. Um, yeah. What happened to the audience applause on that one? Anyway, um, but I, I noticed that, and when I was going back in my 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 mind, I was like, okay, what changed? I know we went and we started helping the Browns and their um, marriage yes. conferences. And from there, I guess that kind of something birthed in us. And mm-hmm. But I, two years ago, and I, and I said all that to say to people li- to people listening to us, if you just hold on and stick it out two years from now, October 22, there's no telling what you and your wife can accomplish Absolutely. in those two years. Absolutely. But, but you got to have faith. Yeah, you got to have faith. You yeah. have to believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So seek him. Stop seeking your 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 trying to get your spouse to change and go before the Lord with it. That's all I got, dear. All right. So thank you for joining us. We're out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.